Welcome back to Ooh. Terror and Tacos. Michael. Christy. It is our 99th episode. That is insane. Can you believe it? 99 episodes. 99. You know what? I got 99 problems, but a podcast ain't one. <laughs> it is, that was just off the dome. But I mean, that you need a record <laughs> deal today. It's... I mean, it is, I don't want to say shocking. I, it's just, but it's to think about how we started when one day you were just like, fuck it. I'm going to put this microphone on this table. Let's talk about the omen and eat yeah. some tacos. And here we are years later, 99. Years, 99 episodes. You know, I I really thought that we'd hit 99 before, but you know, a fucking pandemic happened. Yeah. And it slowed us down a little it bit. It did. But also lit a fire. It did. The in pandemic, so many ways. And I think also what... When we shot that movie, uh, it was hard to yes. record. And yeah, it's crazy. And I love it. it we did not even plan it, but it's going to work out where our 100th episode hits Halloween, Halloween. baby. Um, and we'll yeah. have some fun, some, some exciting you know, announcements as the, well. The gods are with us. Yeah. It's, you know, if you believe in those kinds of things, which neither of us do, but- for I believe in the Halloween gods. Halloween gods, yeah, I believe in the on. Halloween gods. Okay, so this is a very special episode of Terror and Tacos. There's that rock intro rock John intro. loves. Um, so we're not necessarily going to talk about um, a particular specific movie, but we just decided to go ahead and dedicate this episode to Halloween. Halloween. And all of the movies that our fans are watching mm -hmm. and also treats. Yeah. The treats that we enjoy on Halloween. It's the best holiday ever. ever there's, in in the my world. mind, there's nothing even close. No, I don't think so either. I mean, it's like, I know that I'm supposed to love Easter and all that stuff, no. but not anymore. No, and Christmas yeah. is stressful. It is very stressful. Thanksgiving is weird. It's so strange. Like, what are we giving thanks for? Right, right. I'm, n I'm never quite sure. Halloween is also, to me... The one holiday of the like kind of the major ones uh -huh. where you don't, you're not required to like do a bunch of shit. Right. Like you don't have to. I, and look, I love my family, but like mm -hmm. Christmas and Thanksgiving, it's always like, where are we driving? Who's flying? That's in? why it's stressful. Halloween is just like maybe hang out. With yeah. some friends or whatever. Maybe wear like a spooky outfit if yeah. you want to, or, you know, have some candy. Yeah, it's the best. It is the best. Have a fire. Like, it's it's just, it is the best ever. Yeah. Do you know how Halloween originated? Uh, not exactly. Are you are you going to tell us? Um, No, I don't know. No? No. I mean, I, I have, just, I have I some ideas. It's like a of, harvest festival. Yes. Uh, you know? Samhain, uh, mm -hmm. the Celtic Harvest Festival, mm -hmm. um, gave us a lot of traditions yeah. that we still have. Um, they, it, they, I know they didn't use pumpkins, but they used to carve different kinds of vegetables that they think is like the birth of the jack-o'-lantern. Nice. Um, there is a belief that on Samhain, uh, which looks like Sam Hain, uh -huh. which I thought it was when I was young. It's my drag name. And then my, that's a fucking great name. <laughs> and then my witch wife corrected me. Um, but it is one of the major Celtic holidays. Mm -hmm. And it's believed that the veil twixt the worlds is lowered. Um, and people used to back in the day, mm -hmm. because they thought spirits would come play tricks on them. Right. They would dress up. To fool the spirits. Yeah. And so a lot of traditions that we have still come from that. Yeah, are very rooted in pagan yeah. tradition. Also, you know, it is in the United States, it did, you know, kind of like it were, It was all of those things, but also it was around harvest time. Mm -hmm. And because the veil between the two worlds no longer existed. Correct. You know, it was a way for um, farmers and villagers or whatever to protect the harvest from evil spirits. Yeah. Yeah. Which is awesome. And then I actually talk about this in class a lot. I teach, you know, I teach theater history. Mm -hmm. um, the Romans, uh -huh. and then later when Rome became Catholic, uh, they were pretty good about, we've talked about this before, enveloping pagan holidays right. and sort of, Making them their own. Uh -huh. I mean, so then Halloween became, you know, All Hallows Eve and it became like a real, like, we've talked about this, like, I don't yeah. know, you know, my father used to get Halloween off from 
school. Really? Yeah, they would wow. have All Saints Day, uh-huh. uh, All Hallows Eve and All Saints Day off from school. Yeah, it's very interesting because, you know, and um, maybe and maybe they just kind of lined it up like how you're talking about. But, you know, a lot of people think that Halloween and Day of the Dead uh, or Days of the Dead are the same thing. Mm-hmm. They're not. They're related, but they're not the same thing. And... um but the Catholic Church was able to kind of like also incorporate what it is very much the same idea of like the veil between our world and the other world is lifted. Mm-hmm. And in Mexican culture, Day of the Dead is to invite your ancestors right. back and, you know, say, hey, how's it going? Yeah. So it, and, and the, again, yeah, the Catholic Church being mm-hmm. good smart. at smart at imperialism and things uh, was was like, yeah, you can keep this. However, now it's a it's religious holiday. God and Jesus. Yeah. Great. So I have a few questions. Wait a minute. Did you eat tacos? Oh, I did eat tacos. What tacos uh, did you eat? I got, I think this is the second time in not a long time. Uh, I woke up oddly early for myself today. Uh, not early for normal I people. I was kind of surprised <laughs> yeah. how early you texted me. I went to bed actually at a regular time for once. I was I had my, you know, my birthday was this weekend. Yes, happy birthday, Michael. Thank you. And I'm so old that after Mm -hmm. my little birthday gathering, I was fucking exhausted. Yeah, it Um, happens. But I woke up and I got Rusty Taco and they do a really nice sausage, egg and cheese breakfast Uh, taco. Hey man, they're good in a pinch. Yeah, and it's... There's just something about a breakfast taco to get mm-hmm. your day going. It's true. Um, I sent my son Dante over to the Whole Foods. Yeah, nice. Sometimes I call it Whole Paycheck, but yes. it's been really convenient to have Whole Foods and like a few blocks away. They have great breakfast tacos. Yeah, he brought me some a breakfast taco, potato and egg, and it's legit. They're, yeah. They're really good. So I had a breakfast taco. Yeah, they're really good over there. Once while Aspen was buying a Whole Foods uh, breakfast taco, she met Erica Badu. What? So was she also buying breakfast? She was buying some sort of breakfast, man. uh, And she liked my wife's earrings, and I think that was probably the greatest day of my wife's life. Best friends now, yeah, totally. I have an Erica Badu story too. I think I've told you. Have I told you about? Did you meet her at Booker? I no, I met her at the DTC, and we sat and had like a forty-five minute long conversation about Booker T and doing theater. And I was really trying to not fangirl out. That's amazing. And you know, it was just me and her. And finally, like towards the end, her daughter Puma was in our summer program. Cool. And um, at towards the end of our conversation, I said to her, I was like, okay, listen, I'm trying not to fangirl out here. I said, but I think you're incredible and I love your music. And also you were great in Cider House Rules. And she was like, oh, you know, I really needed to hear that today. Come here and give me a hug. Holy shit. And so we hugged and she's gorgeous. Like she had no makeup on. She was just like a regular mom, walked into the DTC, sat with me in my office, talked about the program. She's a really cool lady. She And and is- And a Dallas treasure. Yeah, I mean, that's like, yeah, I was gonna say, and and specifically like an East Dallas treasure. So so basically, if you go get Whole Whole Foods foods. tacos or do some theater, you will get to hang out with Erica Bacchino. You will get to hang out. (laughs) Erica with Erica Badu. She's awesome. Okay. So did you know, Michael, that in 1974 in Texas, Ronald O'Brien put cyanide in a bunch of pixie sticks and handed them out for Halloween. And then only his eight-year-old son died from it. This is such a fucked up story. It is. And Yes. Okay. So I learned about this in a documentary called Urban Legends, mm-hmm. not to be confused with Urban Legend, the, the movie. movie, which I did watch I also the other love. day. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so this motherfucker, right? I mean, who killed his own kid? He, that sparked. I mean, I'm sure you remember. He was never convicted either. No, and I'm sure you remember this when you were growing up. There was this whole like rash of panic that people mm-hmm. were going to basically mm-hmm. put bad things in your in your candy. Yeah, in the 1980s that was like um second only to the satanic panic. Yeah, and that that was brought on by the you know, remember in the 80s the the Tylenol killings is what they were called is they when they um someone someone had spiked Tylenol with cyanide. Jesus Christ. And it was being sold and some 
people were killed. And that brought on like the super stringent childproof Proof caps, caps. And stuff like that. But the Tylenol killings kind of like really sparked this, oh my God, people are going to tamper with Halloween candy yeah, and stuff like that. And you could, I don't know if this is still a thing and I don't know what, I don't know what the trick-or-treating scene is. I don't know either. But you know, you could go, when I was a kid and I'm sure when you were a kid, you could go get your candy x-rayed. Yeah. And like, that was a whole Mm -hmm. thing. I never did it, but I never did it either. That was like a whole thing. Yeah. And and people were actually going, you should go get, you know, and there's been a lot of, cause I've read some articles on in prep for our episode today and it's never actually been proved that that was right. That tampering with Halloween candy was a thing was actually a thing, but you know, it panic widespread panic and you just don't know in 1964 though a new york woman named helen fell actually did hand out ant poison oh my god biscuits but only to the kids who she thought were too old to be trick-or-treating oh my god god you're a fucking bitch like what do you want them to do go out and like drunk drive and do drugs you're gonna kill someone you're you're gonna gonna give ant poison to a 16 year old or something just because he's trick-or-treating jesus christ also who are you yeah, bitch, get the fuck out. Get the fuck out, I never, Helen Fell. Look, uh, we don't have a lot of kids come around our neighborhood. I just, I don't know. I, and again, I don't even know if people trick or... I, I'm sure they still they do. do. Yeah. yeah. Uh, um, we just don't have a ton of kids in our neighborhood. But like, I wouldn't give a shit if you were older. No, nah, man. You're out there living the dream. Yeah. Oh, well, this one... Yeah, it's true. It's fantastic. But this one time... When I was living in East Dallas, far, far East Dallas, and I had put out a bowl of candy and I went inside my house just for a second. And by the time I got out, these teenagers had taken Taken the the whole bowl. They took the whole bowl. And my friend was with me at the time. And, um... I grabbed my phone back when you had like a home phone, right? Yeah. It was a cordless. And I fucking ran after the kids. And my friend was like, stop. And I was like, uh-uh, I want that bull back. And I stopped them at the corner. And I was like, if you wanted all the candy, you could have taken all the candy. Yeah, you don't I steal just, a person's bowl. Just give me back my bowl. And I had the phone. I was like, I will call the police right now, yeah. you darn kids. Nice. And they gave me back my bowl. They shit, that's shitty. That is shitty. Uh, I will say this, side note with candy tampering i honestly think the most horrifying moment in the movie halloween uh, oh my god which is you know yeah one of our favorites is when the isn't it or halloween 2 it's halloween, halloween two. 2 is when the mom is taking the child to the hospital mm-hmm. and his mouth is bleeding uh-huh and it's never stated no but you can see yeah mm-hmm. and the assumption is yeah Someone got a razor blade. Yeah, got a razor blade in their candy. And I was like, that's actually kind of more horrifying than anything Michael Myers does. Right. But that movie was released at the height of all of those fears. So here's my next question. Okay. I have a few questions for you. I'm ready. My first one is, do you think that razor blades and THC or THC should be standard issue in Halloween candy? (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to say no, so I don't oh, get sued. Okay. Um, uh, I assume, I'm going to guess there's probably like THC candy in my house somewhere. Sure, there's some in my fridge right now. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if I'm going to pass that candy out. Right. That's it's, more for you. I mean, yeah, it's not like- That's home candy. Yeah, that's home home candy. <laughs> yeah. I like that term. Yeah. Hashtag yeah. home candy. I like the home candy. We have a bowl of candy at home right now, non-THC. Uh-huh. That's never going to make it to Halloween, Christy. No, I know. It's like, come on. Who, who are we kidding? <laughs> like, that's not going to make it to who Halloween. Who are we kidding? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number two, as a kid, uh-huh. were you a trick-or-treater or a candy giver-outer? Uh, I was a trick-or-treater yeah. mostly until I got like maybe later in high school, but what? I really loved to trick-or-treat. Was the was... trick-or-treating scene in Plano like big? It was a pretty legit scene. I'm sure. Yeah. And uh, we would go in, you know, this was the eighties when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, when we <laughs> parents were just like, fuck whatever. Yeah, just go out. <laughs> and so we would just go, go like, in a group, a group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and uh, yeah, so I was way into it. I did. I think my boldest costume, I went as Jack the Ripper one year. 
Wow. Yeah, and I don't think I fully understood what you were the, doing. Yeah, the impl- you were eight years old. The, like, the implications <laughs> of it, you know. But I had like a badass top hat and a cape and yeah. a knife with like blood stains. And then now later on, I'm like. Oh fuck, man! I I just walked around as a serial killer who killed ladies. Um, oh my god! Yeah, and Lorraine just let you do it. Yeah, she didn't care. I think she was. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, so yeah, I did. I did trick or treat a lot. Sometimes I was a trick or treater, and sometimes I was a candy giver outer. So so in the eighties, I was you know already a teenager. But so it must have been like the late. Early '80s, late '70s, there was um, there was like a, a a trend. One of those years, and I don't know. You're probably too young to remember this, but there were Halloween costumes, the store bought Halloween costumes that had inflatable heads on top of them, and I don't quite remember what they were supposed to be. Like sometimes it was a kitty or a puppy or maybe a Frankenstein, but the whole conceit was that you strapped on this thing and then it was like a like kind of like a beach ball head yes. like on top of your your head this seems vaguely familiar yeah, to me yeah so there was a year when there was a whole bunch like that was of the those. trend yeah that was the trend and also um Whenever Halloween was, because sometimes Halloween landed on a Sunday or a, whenever, yeah. um, there was always like the day before Halloween, there was church mass to bless the hollow, the trick-or-treaters, the trick-or-treaters so the, that nothing bad would happen to sure. them. Sure. And you got to go to church. In your costume? In your costume. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. So imagine going to mass in your Jack the Ripper costume. Oh, man. Yeah. There would have been questions <laughs> raised. I still is yeah, it's kind of amazing that my no one said anything when I left the house. But you know, hey. so were you a fan of store bought costumes or homemade costumes? Uh, I you know I shifted when I was very young with store bought, mm-hmm. um, just you know, and then when I got older, it was more sort of homemade. But yeah. often also it was like just weird shit I would put together like yeah. that. Like yeah, I want to go as Jack the Ripper. Like one time I went as a failed Dracula. Like, I don't even know what that, what that really means. means, but in my mind it was like, he's Dracula, Dracula, but he, he's shitty it's at clear. it. clear. Yeah, like, I'm right. a failed Dracula. Failed Dracula. It's daytime. Yes. Oh my God. My mother always had like a chest of random clothes in our house or like, you know, just kind of like dress up stuff. We were very dramatic in our house, if you can believe that, Michael. Shocking. And um, so our costumes were always, always homemade. Sure. Um. And I remember being a kid and it's like, I want a store-bought costume just like everybody else. I want to wear a plastic mask that right. I can't breathe in and yeah. whatever with a plastic little outfit such that a weird, says Holly Hobby on Such front. a weird thing. Such a weird thing. And so one year my mother did get me, a. it must have been like, Cas- I think it was like a Casper. Casper yeah, the sure. The ghost costume. And it was awful. I never went back to store-bought yeah, they were, ever again. Like you said, you can't breathe in the mask. It doesn't make sense. The that, weird like, plastic the thing. The weird plastic jumpsuit that yeah. said what you what were. What you were. Yeah, like one year when I was very, when I was quite young, I went as Pac-Man. And, uh, you know, so it had like the plastic <laughs> Pac-Man mask. And then the jumpsuit was just the kind the of. The logo. Kind of the video game board, but not really. So weird. Yeah. Like, and, so, that's so shitty. And that was, yeah. Homemade costumes are much, much better. Yeah, and like when I got a little older, like I say, yeah, you can have some fun with it. Yeah, one time in high school, my mother made me a Cleopatra costume. That's badass. Out of an old prom dress from the 60s. And it was badass. That's awesome. She just kind of like cut it up and sewed it back together in different ways. And she was like, of course, of course you want to be Cleopatra. (laughs) And I'm like, "Mm mm-hmm, I do. Um, Okay, great. So now- your favorite Halloween candy. My favorite. Your favorite. My favorite Halloween candy is Twix. I hadn't even thought of Twix. I just fucking love Twix. Now, do you like classic Twix or do you like the Halloween issue that comes like green chocolate? Oh, that's a great question. I like the classic. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it is. It's, it's my favorite sort of 
Halloween. It's just kind of my favorite chocolate candy. Uh-huh. Um, so that would be that would be number one on my list. So if I gave you if you came to my house and I didn't have Twix, but I had Kit Kat, mm-hmm. would that be okay? I love Kit Kats. Okay. Kit's cat. Kit's cat. <laughs> yeah, no, I love Is I love it Kit's cat or Kit Kat? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I like saying can I have some Kit's cat? Can I have some Kit's cat? Um, I really like Kit Kat bars. Uh-huh. I think they're delicious. Okay. Um, and I like, you know, I like Snickers. I, I like all the, a lot of the chocolate stuff. Yeah. I like the chocolate stuff too. So growing up, my father was a candy salesman. I think I've told you, you that have, before. that's yeah. pretty badass. Yeah. He was, he was like the, the regional distributor for a company called Davis specialty company out of McAllen, Texas. And he was like the main he guy. Was the candy man. Laredo, he was the candy man in Laredo. And so we had like the best, I mean, our house was always I'm, flooded with trick-or-treaters yeah, because sure. we gave out really, really, really good candy. And if you got there early enough, you might get some like full-size Snickers wow, or like Hershey bars or whatever, but you had to get there early. Right. Um, okay. So I think my favorite candy are also, now I don't like these like the rest of the year, honestly, but I like Reese's cups Me on too. Halloween. Uh, I we I we have a bag of them at home, and that's the only time I eat them. Yeah, me too. And I'm really particular about like peanut butter. Like I like peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, mm-hmm. and I like peanut butter on my apples. Yeah, but it's a nice I, treat. I don't like Reese's pieces. Nor do I. But I like Reese's peanut butter cups. I do too. And it is weird though. I only eat them at Halloween. And I don't like peanuts. Yeah, I, I don't even Isn't know. Isn't that strange? No, I, but there's something about Reese's. Yeah, we have a bunch at home. I had a couple yeah, yesterday. They're delicious. Again, not going to make it to Halloween. Well, America's favorite candies, America's favorite Halloween candies, top of the list, Reese's Cups. Okay. Yeah. And you know what? They do like, they do a, a Halloween ad every mm-hmm. year. Yeah. I mean, they're out there. They're out there. They're out there making it happen. Then Skittles. Is the See, next one. This is where my This is where I part ways. Me too. And I part ways with my wife because she loves Skittles. And I They make my mouth hurt. I just yeah. They're just I don't like them. Do you like Starburst? I can take Starburst in little doses. doses. Yeah, yeah. She's very much like the I mean Taffy. She's yeah, she's like Aspen is very like Skittles, Starburst heavy. Cause like what is Starburst? It's like plastic it, it is like it's like they took skittles and made them plastic yeah or vice versa or i don't know like which a came pencil first, eraser and yeah and i think they're so weird it's so strange i'm not i guess i'm just not a taffy person then we have m&ms okay classic of course yeah, classic, classic m&ms starburst <sighs> man our next on the do list it. i don't know hot tamales wow now okay. this is the only one that made america's favorite halloween candy and worst candy ever Really? Yes. Man, that's a bold, that's powerful. Now, I've never had a hot tamale candy because I'm slightly offended you by sh- it. As you should be. I think it's a little bit of appropriation. <laughs> they do not taste like tamales at all. all. Yeah. So I'm not even sure what a hot tamale uh, is. Do you know? Yes. I don't like them at all. Um, I feel like there's like a weird cinnamon tint to them. Just eat normal tamales. Just eat tamales. <laughs> what if I just gave out pork tamales See, for that, Halloween? I think that'd be amazing. Yeah, just give out like a dozen or yeah, just like man. one super greasy Here one. You, go, buddy. you know, like unfold it <laughs> yeah. and then just like throw it in the bag. <laughs> I think that would be amazing. That's what I'm going to do like, this year. I went to the tamale lady's house. <laughs> She's a little, she'll just throw it in there. She peels it for you too. Like you can have the husk, but you know, she's real nice. Sour Patch Kids. Okay. This is another thing Aspen loves that I can't stand. I don't know. She just, I guess, really likes sour candy. (sighs) I hate it. I hate it. Like the sour with like then the, it's funny because like, okay. So I grew up like everybody knows in South Texas and a lot of our candy is covered like in chili. Sure. Yeah. And, but I don't know why I find that different from Sour Patch or like American Sour Candy. Yeah. I don't know. I, 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 I have disliked Sour Candy like my whole life. So I don't eat a lot, but yeah, my, that's Aspen Taylor loves that stuff. Wow. And then rounding up the list are Kisses. Okay. And Snickers. Sure. That makes sense. Again, Snickers have peanuts in them. Right. I'm like- 
I don't. I prefer Milky Way. A Milky Way it's is like a Snickers like without a Snickers peanuts. without the yeah. peanuts. And I just I don't know because I love peanut butter, but just like peanuts just get on my nerves. That's all right. Yeah, I like a Milky Way. I also and I I actually like Three Musketeers as well. I love Three Musketeers, which is another thing I only eat at Halloween. It's so strange, but the Three Musketeers made the worst list. Aspen Taylor hates. We might have to. This is this is bringing up a lot of conflict between me and my wife. Is yeah. not here. Three Musketeers started out as it was supposed to be like a Neapolitan candy. Okay, so it was supposed to be like strawberry, vanilla, and the nougat. Oh, I guess. okay. But it something happened. Something at the happened. Factory, they got rid of the became, strawberry. <laughs> but I freaking love it. Okay, so I'm going to go down a list of uh, the of, worst candies ever. To, this is according to Thrill List. Okay, this is the worst Halloween candy ever. I'm just going to say it. And then you tell me what you think. Okay. Wax lips. <laughs> Why do they exist? Why do they exist? Why do they exist? Like, That's like all I could say about okay. it. Okay. <laughs> almond joy. Fucking gross. Really? Yeah. I do not like mounds or almond joy. Okay. Do you? I do. So actually. Do- yeah, a lot of people do. I don't I don't know why. I just don't like them. Is they it just me. the texture? Yes, it's that, the texture. That's what it is. Um Hard grandma candy. <laughs> I mean, maybe I'm an old man. I kind of like hard grandma candy. Werther's or yeah. butterscotch. Yeah, I like it. Don't you? Like, I like Werther's. Yeah. Werther's and, are good. And my grandmother truly did have them around the house and I always liked it. Yeah. I feel like also hard grandma candy is like a good band name. That's a real good band name. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I like Werther's and butterscotch, but not like that ribbon candy that's around at Christmas. No, 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 no. no. That's gross. Yeah, that's I agree disgusting. with you. Sweet tarts. This is weird. Yeah, I, I'm not a huge fan. I, I went through a phase and like we could bring candy mm-hmm. to math class in seventh grade. I don't know why I remember this. Huh. And this girl I had a crush it's on. Clearly a highlight. Yeah, this girl I had a crush on always brought sweet tarts. So I. That's, that's why like the, you, yeah. That's, that's why you like them. Yeah, there you that's go. That's why you like them. Uh, bootleg gummies. And that means like non Haribo. Okay. I'm. I'm going to throw Haribo into this. Uh-huh. I know I'm going to shock the world here, Christy. I fucking hate gummies. They freak me out. It freaks me. I don't. It's like visceral. The bears specifically? The, all gummy materials. All gummy materials. <laughs> yes, Why do they freak you out, I Michael? I don't know. I'm sure. So like, what if, what if like you open the closet and a giant gummy bear That's like horrifying. came at you? That is horrifying to me. Yeah. Now I, I know what to do. <laughs> I don't know if I experienced some sort of gummy related trauma when I was young, but I cannot stand gummy candy. When I was in high school. Okay. I like gummy bears now, but when I was in high school and for a few years after that, I hated gummy bears because there was this trend in the late eighties and I'm talking like 86, 87 mm-hmm. when I guess Haribo had just come out or gummy bears were like super popular or whatever, but girls, teenage girls uh-huh. used to lick the back of a gummy bear and then put it on their, on their Izod shirt. Oh my God. And the, so they used to wear gummy bears as on like, their shirt, on their shirts as, like as a logo. accessories or something. Jesus. And I was always like, what the fuck is that? Yeah, like, like that just looks happening? like you dropped your food and it's yeah. stuck to you. That's gross. It was so disgusting. You might be, this might be where our age gap comes in. Were you aware of the Gummy Bears cartoon? I was aware of it, but I'm too old. Okay. Yeah. People, if you're bored, young people, if you've never heard of this, it is batshit crazy. It's set in like a vaguely medieval era and the Gummy Bears are heroes. And when they like, drink this juice they can bounce around and the theme was gummy bears bouncing here and there and everywhere it was fucking madness can you sing that song again please just like sing it one more time gummy bears bouncing here it's like why are they bouncing what is happening why do the gummy bears live in medieval times I don't know and they're in like weird Robin Hood garb just like go look it up I'm sure it's on YouTube somewhere I'm sure someone was high when they created that oh yeah like it's it's of an era and I was like Getting old enough to be like, this is insane. <laughs> yeah, it's like one of those like, well, cocaine. I don't know. But yeah, Gummy okay. Bears the cartoon. Go check it out. Um, candy corn. Okay. This, this is very divisive. Uh, how? It is just wax. Why? Why is it a thing, Chris? Have, have you ever seen like 
when you stack it up, it looks like a corn. Yes. That still doesn't, it's no reason for it to exist. No. And why is it a thing like, it I'm, only exi- does it only exist at Halloween now? Or is there like someone no, in- I, No, I think there's like, the other day I saw that there's like in Germany, in Germany, people are making like candy corn bratwurst. Get out. No, no, it's true. Like there's a picture of it and it's like, you can see the candy corn embedded in the bratwurst. Oh my and I'm like, God. That's disgusting. That just looks like you have, honestly, it looks like someone's intestine with undigested candy corn. That is in fucking it. gross. It's so disgusting. And like, I can't imagine someone in June, like I don't accept it at Halloween, but can you imagine someone in I June? I really feel like eating candy corn. Yeah, I was like, get that. No. Fuck off. Uh-uh. Fuck yeah. off. I agree with that being on the, the list of the worst ones. Fireballs. Okay, I can't do them. I know people love them. I am not a fan of like. I can only do it for a little bit. Okay. And then I have to spit it out. Yeah. Um, Tootsie rolls. They hurt my teeth. Plastic. Yeah. It's one of the plastic. And they stick, like they stick to your teeth. Yeah, man. And then you have to send in another Tootsie roll to To save that Tootsie roll. roll It's ridiculous. It's a horrific cycle. (laughs) Pixie sticks. Um, I mean, I went through a phase when I was into them as a kid. I don't think I would touch them. I think I might have a heart attack. Cocaine. If I had one. Like that's yeah. what I think of. And is it, don't you feel like that's where they came from? I really like do. Like the candy maker was like, what if we, we can't give these kids cocaine, but. But we can give them the closest thing to cocaine. Yeah. I mean, it's just confectioner's sugar. confectioner sugar in a straw. In a straw. Yeah. With like some red dye number two yeah, or like something. Ready it's to awful. be snorted at any time. It's horrible. Um, bazooka gum. Again, break your teeth. This dep- I, I feel like it's depression era candy. Yes. And then you're like, why do they still make it? And it was like they made it during the depression because they really were fooling you into thinking it was candy. Yeah. And it just had a little bit of flavor. And so you wouldn't be sad. Right. It was just like, here's some yeah, gum, Yeah, that's like kid. some rationed shit. Yeah. yeah. That's bullshit. There's a joke on 30 Rock where <laughs> they do these like old bazooka joke commercial type things. And it's like... He was given a rock quarry as a child and he turned it into gum. And you're like, that actually makes makes sense. Sixlets. I don't know what that is. Sixlets are like these tiny, tiny candy coated balls of chocolate about the size of a baby's trachea. So why would you give it to a child? Oh my God. Yeah. And they're, I would say it's like the panburger partner of M&M's. Okay. I've never heard of that. Yeah. It was like they made it in a dirty chocolate machine. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Like they've, like they've never cleaned the machine. Do you want to choke your baby? Try a sixlet. <laughs> Do you like the taste of dirty chocolate? Have a bag of sixlets. Fun dip. I, uh, this is again, this is just like, also seems just like pure fucking sugar. Now the method of uh-huh. eating fun dip, I think is what makes fun dip fun. I right. It's what makes the dip fun. I know the, the, the picture of the kid on the, on the packet always disturbed me because that kid, it looked like a cartoon version of, of a childhood bully of mine. Sure. So. I was never a fan of the kid on the on the, on the fun on, dip on the fun dip package, but yeah, I mean it's basically just like a a, a hard candy, a hard sugar stick uh-huh. that you dip into sugar, yeah, and then you, <laughs> then lick, you lick it. it. I yeah. mean, it's yeah. What's not to love? Good and plenty. See, this is again like uh, that seems of a different era. Like I is, think is of, good and plenty. I think of Valley of the Dolls. Yes, because totally. as a child, whenever I saw candies that looked like good and plenty, I pretended I was Patty Duke in, 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 in Valley, Valley of the, the Dolls, Dolls, you know, hooked on drugs, yeah. being a star. Sparkle, Neely, sparkle. <laughs> Making it Hollywood. <laughs> My mother was like, there she goes again. Valley, Valley of, the, of Dolls. the Dolls. That's amazing. Um, and then we have hot tamales, which we've right. already talked about. Um Okay, there's just a few more. Laffy Taffy. Can't stand it. Can't stand it. Cannot stand it. Bit of honey. Can't stand that Can't either. Stand it. Double bubble. Uh, yeah. To me, it's one of those depression era yeah, gums. Yeah, exactly. Like, we don't have gum. Yeah, put this Jimmy, in your mouth, put kid. Put this in your mouth and pretend. This will shut the kids up. <laughs> Smarties. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, I like that you can eat a whole pack in like three seconds. Yeah. You, you know, just can't like open it bloop, and like shove done. it in your mouth. Yeah. I'm done. Necco wafers. No, what fucking gross. What the fuck gross. is a yeah. Necco wafer? That is again, like a flavorless, that, that to me is pure, like that, that's depression era yeah. shit. Depression era yeah. shit. And, and it's too big to pretend like it's a, a like a, a pill. No. So as a kid, you can't even pretend to be a Hollywood star. No, it's like popping pills. Jimmy, it, Jimmy's hungry again and we don't have food. I love our version of the depression. It's just like... <laughs> it's this poor kid starving. Give this fucking child some gum and Necco wafers. He'll be fine. He'll be fine. And some cocaine. <laughs> right? Weren't they still just giving kids cocaine back? They were. I mean, Coca-Cola had cocaine in it. I mean, if you're going to work... Those were the days. If you're a nine-year-old working in a factory, Christy, you mm-hmm. got to have some cocaine. My mom was not pregnant during the depression. She's not that old. She was not that old. But there was a time in my mom's life when she was like hooked on Coke. like, And it was the thing that she drank when she was pregnant with one of my... I'm not going to say which one, one of my <laughs> sisters. But it was also the era in which... There Coca-Cola was cocaine. had yeah. cocaine in it. And let me tell you, it explains a lot about my sister. <laughs> Not saying which one. I love you. Um, starts with a G. Uh, anyway. Great. So that's our Halloween candy. We did it. We did it. Man, that was impressive. It was. Um, all right. So let's talk about what the fans have been watching. Yeah, they, we got, it was really cool. We did it at the beginning of October just to mm-hmm. be like, how do you kick off October? Yeah. There is some bold stuff. Yeah. So I do you a, have- I have a few. Cool, I do too. Go for um, it. Lisa Gabrielle Green always starts off her Halloween uh, with The Thing That Wouldn't Die from oh, 1958. Nice. And I got confused because I thought she was talking about the movie with Ray Milland and Rosie Greer. Is okay. the one that where you, he gets the Rosie Greer's head sewn onto his shoulder. Oh my God, yeah. But that's like late 60s, early 70s. Okay. Because the funny thing was like, I'm a white man with a black man's head sewn on my shoulder. Isn't that horrifying? Hilarious. Hilarious. Uh, but she's talking about a different thing. And hers is related to like sitting with her dad and watching this That's movie. really cool. And like that era, mm. we've talked about yeah. it. That like atomic era of horror is is super fun to like revisit yeah. i think and some of it is scary absolutely and yeah. some of it is just kind of like this is it's what what people were afraid, afraid of, of in the 50s yeah it's hilarious. hilarious yeah um what do you have so uh my friend emma uh she, i thought this was i love how she said it so she said she always starts with beetlejuice Nice. But then she goes directly into what she called the unholy trilogy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Sorry, the unholy trinity, uh-huh. which is way more clever, which is Texas Chainsaw, Friday the 13th, and Halloween. That's, I mean, she, that's bold. Yeah, I love it. Sometimes I save, some of those I save for the end. Yeah. Like towards when we're getting closer to this Halloween. This is how Emma kicks it off. Fantastic. She's, she's bold. Um, Alex Eichmeyer, I hope yeah, I'm saying Alex that. Yeah, Alex Eichmeyer, I went to school with Alex. Um, the Exorcist. Perfect. The Shining. Perfect. The Lost Boys. Perfect. An American werewolf in London. Man, Alex is crushing it. And then Absentia. Yeah, see, and I think I talked to him. I still have not seen Absentia. Mm -mm. And he replied, and Alex, I will get on this before October ends. He said he really loves the sound design. And I was like, oh, okay. okay. We just talked about sound design and caveat. I need to check that out. Yeah. Um, Jeremy Dumont. Mm-hmm. always kicks off Halloween with Poltergeist. I think that's great. It is the movie that started his love of horror. That's perfect. His mother found it VHS tape at a garage sale <laughs> and bought it for his, her child. That makes it even better. I guess because there was a child watching the TV sure. in front of the TV and yeah. she probably thought, my young child will we'll like, like this. this. Yeah. And it was Poltergeist. That's great. That's legit. The clown scene when I was little. Oh to my this, God. You know, yeah. one of the scariest things I saw when I was a kid. Yeah. Uh, one Cameron Thomas Cobb, which was bold. He, he starts with the fog, which is. I love that movie. Yeah. It's a great movie. I love that movie And then he also so said much. you should just watch anything Hal Holbrook is in, which I was like, yeah, true yeah, as well. It's absolutely true. Um, Marion Baig. Yeah. Uh, she does Haunting of Hill House episode 10. Yeah, I love that. Uh, Fright Night 2011, which yeah. we just talked about. Colin Farrell, hashtag. Um, 
She says practical magic. And I want to talk about that a little bit because sometimes, I mean, I love all the witchy stories uh-huh. and practical magic isn't necessarily scary, but it is witches and uh-huh. lovely and atmospheric New Englandy. So I fucking love that. Yeah. And she said she likes to like, she won't even necessarily watch the whole movie. Yeah. She'll start sort of like where they're preparing for the thing to the end, which I think is great. Yeah. Um, and she also, she lists the Saturday night live sketch midnight. I, how do you pronounce that name? Uh, midnight coterie Coterie of sinister intruders. I don't know what that is. I don't know. I'm going to have to go look yeah. it up. I'm going to have to look it up too. A Geico ad. Yeah. There's a Geico. Com- there's actually a really good Geico Halloween ad yeah. where the guy moves into a house uh-huh. and he walks up to the attic. And it's filled with mannequins and all this creepy shit. Get out and then of the little house. gecko is like, enjoy your new home. And he just goes, nope. <laughs> and he just walks out. I was like, it's a great, it's a great ad. That is a great ad. Uh, she also mentions uh, the trailer for The Conjuring. Yeah, which is awesome to, you know. Yeah. So she's just doing little bits and pieces to yeah. kick things off. Sometimes you're busy and you have to like yeah. find ways to keep to it keep, spooky. To keep it spooky. Okay, so Bruce Coleman, the great Bruce Coleman, director, actor, costume designer. He has one that I don't know if a lot of people have seen Mm -hmm. and people should fucking see it. Uh, Bruce said he starts with the black cat, which (gasps) is a horror movie from 1934. It is doing some shit Mm -hmm. decades ahead of its time. So if you have not seen the black cat, I think it's like a seminal horror movie. It is really good. Um, And it has, I think one of the best scenes that, I often steal from um, where she is walking Mm -hmm. and she hears footsteps. And then when she stops the footsteps, right. And you're like, Oh, that's done a million times. Yeah. But this is 19 fucking 34. It hadn't been done a million times. Right. And so I think that movie really lays out a lot of things that will get used. So if you haven't seen the black cat, watch it. That is really clever because especially considering that in that year, they were just coming out of, like the talkies had yeah. just started. No, I mean, there are so, still people like, who are like, these talkies will never catch yeah, on. The super, super clever use of that sound yeah. effect. It's so good. Incredible. And the other one Bruce watches is Les Yeux Sans Visage. Eyes oh, Without yeah. a Face Eyes from Eyes Without a Face. Fantastic. Yeah. Ryan Matthew Smith, um, longtime fan. He starts with Lair of the White Worm. Fuck yes, he does. Is Ken Russell, was he always on cocaine? Absolutely. I think he was. So I have a story about Lair of the White Worm. It, when John and I first started kind of like dating, because we were we were friends. We hung out all the time. Mm-hmm. But then that shifted and we, you know, right. started dating. How'd it work out? Um, <laughs> we're still here. Okay. We're still all trying right. to figure out what we're going to do. Um and that was like our first let's watch a video together oh. alone at my house. Wow. So we watched Lair of the White Worm. That, that is, was our first like date movie that's at so my house. so fucking bold, man. And I scared him. There's a scene in the movie where like the cat's hiding in the basket or something. And this is, this is how I knew Michael. That he was that, the one. That he was the one is that we were watching it. And I, it was a little like Wednesday and that, and that kid in Adam's family uh-huh. values because we were watching the movie and I had seen it before. So I knew the cat was going to jump out of the basket. And right at that moment I went boo and I scared him and he jumped and Hell screamed, yeah. fuck. Um, and he's been doing that ever and he's since. he's been doing that ever <laughs> since. And that's what our marriage has been. That's really nice. Me scaring him and him screaming fuck. The first movie Aspen and I ever watched together was Nightmare on Elm Street. Oh, there you go. Yeah, so. That's how you know. He also watches Vamp, which I love. Great it's film. A, a lot of people don't know, but it's an 80s movie with the incredible Grace Jones yeah. as a vampire. Yeah, it's kick ass. It's kick ass. Like that that's a really great like if you if you are a vampire movie fan, you got to watch Vamp. And also The Hunger, which I Dude. just watched recently. You can't go wrong with The Hunger. It's Come on. Catherine Deneuve. Yep. David Bowie. Yep. Susan Sarandon. There it is. In one of those like super stylish 80s minimalist Coke fuels, sexy as hell, sexy as hell. Peter Murphy in the playground, yes. in, the, in the background playing nonstop. Um, it's re- it's actually a really beautiful film. Yeah, and I think The Hunger is like 
just, you know, we talk about this sometimes, like just so definitive of a very specific time. A very specific time. Um, but, the, you know, like the effects hold up. Yeah. Also, David Bowie. David is Bowie in as it. a vampire. Yeah. yeah. And I love Deneuve and I love Sarandon. Yeah. David I mean, Bowie. <laughs> yeah. And I, I mean, this is Catherine Deneuve in the 80s and she had been, she'd already been a big star during the 60s and 70s. And she is still like just incredibly gorgeous. Yeah, it's just not right. And it's also, I mean, Susan Sarandon's also just like, you know, skinny New York waif. Yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. And David yeah, Bowie David Bowie is as in it. a vampire. Uh, so I got one Gregory Lush, mm-hmm. um, the witch man. I mean, come oh, on. Oh yeah, come on. Uh, I haven't watched that one because I save it till the end. Yeah. because you know and I I'll, love the devil. I'll follow up real quick because this is also classic. The Adrian Churchill's he starts with Rosemary's Baby. I do too. I, I watched it this morning. Great way to I start. I mean, I almost watch Rosemary's Baby like every day during just October, to have it on just to have it yeah. on it's kind of like my you know white album mm-hmm. um patrick johnson he starts with halloween three season of the witch oh patrick johnson such a bold move uh but he also does the fog nice and creep show oh nice man yeah. we i think we're gonna we're gonna watch we need we've been talking about watching the original creep show. Yeah. It's been actually a while since I've yeah. seen it. I mean, Patrick also, I know season of the witch is crazy, but there's just like, that is also another movie that is very specific yes. to its time. To its, and, yeah. and if you have, um, nostalgic reasons, or if you have some kind of like emotional connection to when you watched it the first time, th- there's nothing like that. And yeah. I tend, I tend to watch mostly movies during Halloween that I have a personal nostalgic connection to because it makes me feel some kind of way. I told you this the other day, I put on Exorcist 3 and um, which like the first part of it is great. And then it kind of like falls apart at the end. But there's just something about tubular bells and something about all the Catholic horror shit that makes me feel some kind of way that makes me feel like sad and scared, but yeah. also super happy at the same time. Yeah. It's so weird. There's also, I think two just like really awesome scenes. Oh yeah. Like horror oh, scenes my God. In, in Exorcist three. Dante called it S tier. Like he talks in video game terms and he was like, those okay. are S tier scares. And I'm like, what is that? And he goes, those are like the highest video game quality that you can get. Oh, like okay. Is, I'm like, yeah, it's true. I, I mean, didn't know that term. Cause uh, I'm not a young person. People apparently. try to mimic yes. those scares. I mean, we did. Well, yeah. Well, why, why wouldn't you, when someone has perfected <clears throat> the thing, I mean, you're not, yeah, it, yeah. it's so great. Uh, Scott Osborne, um, the exorcist. Perfect. Halloween. Perfect. Pan's labyrinth. Perfect. The Babadook. And here's one full metal jacket. Wow, uh, that's a great, because that is a fucking horror movie. It is a fucking horror movie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, those are all great. I just watched The Babadook last weekend again. It's one of my favorite movies. Essie Davis is so, so good. good in that movie, and she's kind of unrecognizable. For those of you that don't know, Essie Davis also plays Franny Fisher in a very popular Australian TV show called Miss Fisher Mysteries, mm-hmm. where she plays a glamorous flapper. I love it. She's a flapper lady she's detective. She's a flapper lady detective, and she's real sexy and mm-hmm. and has sex whenever she wants. Yeah. And they never, they never say it. They never mention it, but you know that she's fucking. Oh, and yeah. And she's like, if you don't like it, too bad. Yeah, and she's so good in the Babadook, and we can we don't want to get derailed, but maybe this is a conversation for another time. But we had a long text exchange about it when I was rewatching it. I do think it's one of the most interesting portrayals of motherhood. Oh yeah, in a horror movie, mm-hmm. very um, honest, where it's not everything is roses and gumdrops and amazing, right? Um, it, it's I, it's a great fucking. Yeah, movie. I think that text started with you asking if you were supposed to hate the kids. Yeah, because I really, I really dislike that child. And, yeah, and know, I said, yeah. I mean, and I'm a mom, y'all, but I'm like, yeah, you are supposed to hate the kid because any mom who has ever been under stressful and she's conditions an, under an insane amount of stress. Yeah, and if you say that there that you've never had a period of time when you're like, what the hell? And I wouldn't call it like. I hate my child. That's not what it is, but just kind of like, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. Right. Then you're lying. And I, and I think that movie does a really good job of looking at that mm-hmm. when a lot of movies don't 
touch right, that. Right. And there, I mean, I think movies are afraid because sure. motherhood is supposed to be this like ideal, beautiful thing. And right. women are supposed to be perfect at it. Yeah. We're not y'all. They don't give you a, a they don't give you a handbook yeah. when you become a mom. And if you did, if you didn't have a good mom or if you didn't have a mother figure, then you're shit out of luck. You got to figure, figure that it out, shit on, your out on your own. So if you haven't seen the Babadook, watch it. Australian. Uh-huh. Uh huh. I got uh, Dana Jensen, Children of the Corn. Love it. <laughs> just, you know, kick off with a little just absurd fucking weird. I mean, I remember loving children of the corn when I was a teenager and recently watching it because we tried to convince Aubrey and Ian Ferguson that they needed to watch it and going like, Oh no way. This is ridiculous. We're so sorry. We're so sorry. sorry We made you watch that. Um, Kelly Cotton watches the tenant 1976. That's a great film. If you've never seen the tenant, you please go out and watch it uh, regardless of how you feel about Roman Polanski. It is an excellent film. I mean, the, the, the final scene, the final scene where he repeats the thing that he's doing over and over again is so haunting and disturbing. It's, um, yeah, I can't watch it too much, but it's, it's a great it, movie. And, and uh, Sh- uh, Shelley Winters is in it, and she's, she's incredible, excellent, excellent. I have one. I don't know this movie. Maybe, maybe you do. This is from Tony Ramirez, the great Tony Ramirez. Nineteen eighty one Ghost Story. Oh, I just saw that yesterday. I I don't know this yeah, film at all. So go watch it. It stars. I will tell you about it. Melvin Douglas, um, Fred Astaire. Oh, nice. Um, John Houseman. Fucking love John House. And oh my gosh, who is oh and Douglas Fairbanks Jr. Um, they are old men, right? And uh, they out really quick. They had they live in a little Vermont town, and they um, are members of a club that they've created called the Chowder Club. Okay. And what they do is they get together on certain nights and tell each other scary stories. And they've known each other since college in the twenties. Okay. Um, Alice Cridge is in it. Holy and so shit. is Craig Wasson, who Wasson Wasson, who is in everything from the eighties. Uh, but he never quite hit star status. I mean, Craig, you've seen him. He is in body double. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. He's done a whole bunch of horror movies, but he never quite hit it. Um, and it's a really good ghost story that has, it's almost like three stories in one, you okay. know, and you have to buy your way into the chowder club with, with a ghost, with a ghost story. story. Great. Um, it's really, really great and really spooky. If you favor spooky ghost story. Cool. I'll yeah. check it out. Yeah. I did yeah. not, I didn't know it. It's really good. Um, Taylor Mercado Owen starts with evil dead. Love it. And Donnie Darko. Great. Also a horror movie slash time travel. Yep. Perfect. It has all the things. What what kind of movies do you? Oh, do you have more? I have just a few more, and yeah. I'll, I'll I'll run through them real quick. Yeah, go not ahead. To we have time. Rob Adler, classic. Uh, I've known Rob forever. Uh, he starts with the birds. I mean, nice. Come on, uh, the great McCord, as we call her, Brian De Palma's sisters. Man, I've never seen that it's one. Fucking and I've weird. Always you should check to. it out. Okay, you should check it out. Uh, Chris Daly, who I've also known, and this is, I think, I just want to point this out. He watches a film called The Legacy, and he said because it is wonderfully terrible. I love The Legacy. And I also love wonderfully terrible films. I love the wonderfully terrible films from the 70s. And last but not least, uh, Nathan McGill, the eldest of the McGill children, which is saying McGill something. McGill clan. There are a lot of them. Uh, he starts with, uh, it's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Oh, that's nice. Aspen and I watched it the that's other night. Classic. We do it every yeah. year. So tell me, do you do you tend to lean towards Halloween slashers? Uh, I or I, what what genre do you? Lean I mean, towards? I, I I love I love a supernatural haunting, mm-hmm. but I will say this: during October, um, I watch all like I watch a ton of slasher movies, mm-hmm. even ones that are not great. Yeah. Like the other day, I went back to back, Friday the 13th, part two. <laughs> I remember this text. And then I watched Urban Legend. Mm-hmm. Um, so there is something about Halloween, honestly, because they're fun. I don't know. They're fun and they're like 90 minutes usually yeah. and you can knock them out. Um, I think, you know, my favorite genre is the haunting genre. Aspen will watch those. She doesn't really like slasher movies, even though she's in one. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, I do. 
that this is the time of year where I'm like, fuck it. I'm going to watch all of the slasher movies. I have to say that ever since we started this, you have kind of introduced me in a great way to the slasher movie. And I really, really appreciate them more than I used to and kind of like tend to watch those during Halloween now. But my, my go-to is like the witchy ghost yeah. story. Which um, I still think, look, I still think uh, other than a couple of mm-hmm. slasher movies that I think are perfect, those being Halloween and Scream. Yeah. Um, to me, the, the ghost, witchy, haunty, like you get, I think you generally get films that are saying more mm-hmm. in, in, in that genre than let's kill all the campers or, right. or whatever. Our movie says more. Exactly. It's a slasher. It, we see trying to come on now. Yeah. Um, bring them together. But yeah, I, I also like, it's a fun, weird thing to, for me at least to see like how the slasher movie changed from like post Halloween mm-hmm. and then what happens to it. And then post scream. Yeah. Because after scream scream, like relaunched yeah. an entire like sub genre of like the self-referential right. slasher movie. So you get, I know what you did last summer shit like urban, like I was watching urban legend, which I've seen a bunch, but it was insane. Mm-hmm. It was like, someone was like, get me every nineties TV star you can find. Right. It was like Josh Jackson, Jared Leto, mm-hmm. Tara Reed, the Noxima woman whose name I don't remember right now. And I feel bad. Cause <laughs> Is she the one that ran over that kid in the nineties? Rebecca Gayhart. Yes. Yeah. Oh fuck. I forgot about that. Yeah. Rebecca Gayhart ran over a kid. Whoa. And then use Noxima. And then use Noxima. Damn. Yeah. She's in it. Um, but yeah, I was like, and Jared Leto is in his like Jordan Catalano mm-hmm. height of fame. Right. Where he's just like, I have pretty eyes. I don't have to act. Right. Exactly. Uh, you know? <laughs> I saw Cursed. With Christina Ricci and Perfect. Pacey from Dawson's yeah. Creek. Josh Jackson gets around, Josh Jackson, yo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I enjoy it. Um, yesterday, I, I mean, I've seen so many. We've seen so yeah, many. I've been keeping a list. It's too hard. Like, because I'll forget. Yeah. Um, but yesterday, I kicked off Halloween with Bram Stoker's Dracula. Nice. Always, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and yesterday, I watched a Ghost Story and my bloody Valentine. Nice. The ori- Paula. Paula, get out of the fucking mind. The one that has the original gore effects in it, because let's not forget. Oh yeah. That they cut out the gore effects because people thought it was too much, too much, too much. And I, they're so good for this low budget film. Mm-hmm. I cannot believe that people were doing that in, in that, the eighties. Yeah. It was, it's really good. I, uh, yeah. I, and like, we've been mixing it up, you know, I, we both watched manor, Oh yeah. Was uh, it Manor I, or the, the Manor? I really, really enjoyed Me too, it. Man. Barbara Hershey, dude. Barbara Bruce Hershey, Davison. Yeah, come on. Like, yeah. It's not like it had some good scares. Yeah, in it. it's spooky. It also I liked it because um, it's about a, an age group that doesn't normally get movies made about them. Right. Not not in this genre. Right. And it was. I mean, the the situation was just so real. I mean, there were the moments in that movie where she was talking about. I I'm telling you, this is what I saw. This is what I heard. Mm-hmm. And everybody's telling her, mom, you're just, you have dementia. You have dementia. Yeah. You're not, you know? And so that's the spooky part of it is like, as you get closer to that age, yeah. going like, Oh shit. Oh shit. And it's an interesting parallel yeah. to like a lot of horror movies where it's usually a kid mm-hmm. saying this happened, this happened and everyone blowing the kid off. Right. Um, I really like the manner. I did too. I enjoyed that. Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's just, there's so much out there. I'm just trying to mix it up. Right. You know, and old, I've seen, new. I've seen some real stinkers. Like I have to admit sure. there's some stuff that I've been like, I'm going to start this one because I feel like I should. And then I'll get like 15 minutes into then it. You gotta and I'm like, bail. Oh, I gotta bail. I gotta watch something that I love. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we, we're just going to keep doing it until we get to Halloween and yeah. our next episode will be our 100th 100th episode. Do we want to tell the people what we're going to talk about Michael? Sure, yeah, tell them. We are going to go We're going to go to Alamo Draft House and watch Halloween Kills. We're going to watch Halloween Kills. And then we're going to review it like yeah. old school days. Yeah. And I'm telling you, I'm probably going to have chicken fingers. I'm probably going to do the same. And doesn't that mean we're going to hate yeah. <laughs> Don't we usually hate movies when we yeah. eat chicken fingers? Uh, no, I'm keeping an open mind. Mm-hmm. Um, I've already 
I've my, heard some stuff. My God, people felt like they needed to tell me what they thought. Me too. Um, people have been texting me and saying, are you going to, and and like on both sides. Sure. It, so, it seems to be already polarizing. Hey, midday tat advice, people. If you're not sure that your horror movie loving friend has seen a movie, don't open your text with the the last scene of the movie. Yeah, man. Don't say... Don't spoil it. When this happened in the end, like, come on now. Yeah. That's not fucking cool. You should open... This is a good way. Have you seen Halloween Kills? No, Christy, I haven't. I will wait until you watch it and then let's talk about it. End scene. End of text. (laughs) Don't spoil it. Yeah. Don't spoil it. We're excited to see it. We're going to... Young Darker Gray will be with us. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, Super excited. Young Darker Gray, who has leveled us up yeah. in so many ways. We have so many exciting announcements. Uh, that are all going to coincide uh, with Halloween. Yeah. And so we will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.